So I'm not going to share names. I, I think they're probably okay with me sharing their names, but these are dear friend of ours on the East Coast, and uh, this is just the power of prayer, and um, I can tell just as, as, a, as a body, you guys and everybody online, people are just starting to get this. Can you, can you tell? Like people are going, you know what? I, I, I live above this stuff. And so I can go into my secret place and what the Father sees me do in the secret place, he brings to pass. It's really called our heart, whatever you want to call it, the parable of parables. So anyway, um, this family, they have a special needs brother on the West Coast. So they're, I don't know how many thousands of miles apart five-hour flight. I know that from LA to New York, but I don't know how many miles. Anybody know how many miles? I just know it takes five hours to fly there. I do everything by how long does it take me to fly there, but uh, whatever it is. So um, yeah, so I said, you know what? There is no time. There is no uh, distance in spirit, which you've all heard that your whole life, but it's really true, is there's one body, there's one spirit. And so um, I think this was Thursday, Wednesday maybe, I don't remember. So there's some challenges. I got an email that says, we need supernatural invention right now. So there's some challenges happening with our family. We need some supernatural intervention right now. And by the way, I know you guys are listening. I paraphrase this because it, it was an email. So we have special needs brother that has episodes of anger, screaming, throwing things, etc. cetera. So and it's, you see that sometimes, right? With, and so our, our mother can no longer care for him because she's elderly and yesterday, our sister was going out looking for a place. She, she agreed to take him in. So yesterday, our sister was going to find a place for them to live together. And while they were going to the place, he literally tried to jump out on, the, on a major freeway. I'm not going to tell you which one because then you'll figure out where it is. But uh, so anyway, just out of that fear and sometimes, they, you know, just their special needs, they get confused and, and don't know what to do. So he's kind of homeless. So he's in a, a park and wouldn't respond to family or anybody. And, and uh, so in those cases, like, so it doesn't hurt himself or somebody else. So, uh, so he's, he's spending the night in the park and he's refusing to let anyone pick him up or care for him. So I said, you know what? Let's just see him in perfect mind right now. So he agrees for a family member to come get him because there's, there's no distance in the spirit, right? So, so we prayed, we pictured the, the brother in his right mind so somebody could take care of him. And then she's really... I, you know who you are. I love you guys. You're just funny to me in a great way. So to God be the glory. She had a bunch of other stuff, you know, emojis and everything else. And all. so our brother called his sister within the hour and asked for him to come pick him up. He was in his right mind. Continued love blessings to you, Barb, and the entire Freedom family. Is that good? Or is that good, man? He's always on time. We don't have to worry. Maybe we'd learn someday because like, we do it all the time, don't we? And he comes through every time. It's so good. So I got a really cool Inspire 100 one as well. Some of you guys that support that, thank you again. Um, there's some other really cool ones that should come in this week, actually, that I'm excited about, too. That we, I don't want to say anything, because some of you guys might be watching, and you're going to be surprised. So, um, dear Inspire 100, I'm a mom of two young children trying to make ends meet. I was divorced less than a year ago, and my life drastically changed. The way I was handling my new life was not ideal for me or anyone around me. I felt I went in and out of hiding from life, actually, for this last year and things for this last year, and then things started to fall apart. As I started listening to Mike Daly, my mindset actually started to change and I really started to grasp God's love for me. Literally the day I finally let myself feel God's grace and decided to work on my sobriety, Inspire One Hundred showed up at my door, gave me a check to get through the month, paid all my mortgages and my bills. This was totally unexpected and the timing couldn't have been better. I needed help. Exclamation point. 
The check would have arrived even if I didn't feel God's grace on that day or made the decision to work in my sobriety that day. But I'm just happy that these events happened simultaneously. Thank you, Inspire 100, for the bottom of my heart. So thank you guys. Isn't that cool? That's just tangibly showing the love of God to people. So there's a bunch more, but uh, let's just get into the good news here a minute. Sound good? Yeah. All right. I'll be short. I just knocked off my microphone. It just fell off your ear. No, I think it was operator ear, Mike. I think I knocked it off. <laughs> so, oh, how many guys want some hyperbounding grace? Amen? Yes. All right, let's just get into the first deal here. So, and that's where I really just felt hopeful yesterday, today, watching all the stuff happen, right? And uh, we were in the middle of it in Dallas, like literally in the middle of it. So Angelique, and I snored through the whole thing, probably. Angelique and I went out to go get Starbucks that morning. We're like, what happened here? They were sweeping up glass in the hotel, and all the stores were burnt out and blown out. And I was like, oh, that's what the noise was last night. Did you, you woke up, you said you heard gunshots, but I just snorted through the whole thing, probably. <laughs> no. that's, just a, that's how you live, right? So we did move hotels so we could be by Ryan and Chelsea closer because the guy said, hey, if you, you can't leave tonight. They're going to barricade everything. And so I have to leave tonight. So anyway, we just took a hotel up north. But that's how you can live. Even when everything's going crazy, right? You can walk through it. It's really interesting. So it was really making me think about that is because when, when everything looks dark, whenever it looks totally depressed, um, like there's no answer to anything, whether it's financial, whether it's health, whatever, that's just missing the mark. It's just meaning we're not experiencing life and life more abundantly. That, it wasn't behavior, guys, to the early church. So uh, sin was literally just, I'm not living life. I'm missing the mark. And it says in Romans 5, we see this, where he, that's Paul's whole argument in there. And uh, well, I'll share some of that. But anyway, um, if, you, if you didn't watch, I, I recorded a brief thing on Revelation. Now, I would recommend if you're really into it, go get uh, the mirror translation, the black one. And uh, Francois probably does, I think it's almost 300 pages on the book of Revelation. Now, you do not need to read the book of Revelation if you have no interest in it. Um, I'm really not interested in it, but you guys are, so I had to do it. Um, uh, because here's what I know. Almost everything you've heard about Revelation, is it, is it life-giving or is it total fear? You cannot separate, think on these things. Think things that are lovely, pure, if there's anything of good report. And then go, oh, but there's Revelation. You can't do it. He's only the God of living. There's only God of life. Fair enough? So if you really understand Revelation, the very first sentence says the apocalypsis. We think of apocalypse like what we're seeing right now, don't we? But really, I think it's the unveiling of Jesus Christ. I really do. I'm like, all these religious systems... These typical, not gospels to me, are, are going to die. I really believe that with all my heart because they have to, because it's not the actual gospel. So I think that's all dying. But anyway, you do, you do not need to be afraid of the apocalypse. It's literally the unveiling. And by the time you get to the book of Revelation, what the authors at that time really expect you to know is all these symbols, all this allegory, all these mysteries, all these different things is the unveiling of Jesus Christ at the end. So the very first sentence says the unveiling of Jesus Christ. It doesn't say the unveiling of the apocalypse or the four horsemen or anything like that. So the last sentence of Revelation says, and God's grace be with all men. That's the unveiling. He's with all men. Isn't it amazing? So any destruction you see in there, all these wars, rumors of wars, all these different things, uh, 
you'll always see this theme in the, in, the, in the Bible, all through Scripture. There's something that's fading away. That's something that's being destroyed. You know, Galatians 4, when they're talking about the two allegories, the two covenants, it says, throw out the one. It's not like Moses where the glory is fading. This glory is from glory to glory. It keeps going. Does that make sense to you guys? So any destruction, any uh, death, anything you see, something's dying, something's being destroyed. Have you any idea what it is? The wrong belief system. Yeah, death, ultimately. Right, the wrong belief system, we experience death, whether it's in any area of our life, not just like physical death. But that's where God comes. He's got the trump card. He goes, I'm the God of the living, not the God of the dead. You don't even have to fear death. Isn't that cool? Because when you die, you enter into life. So what's there to fear? Nothing. Nothing. Well, the four horsemen. <laughs> so we got some, I don't know, we got some grasshoppers in Australia or something. That's, that's got to be the sign. I'm, I'm old enough to, I've gone through a zillion antichrists today. Um, I remember being in grade school when Reagan got elected. Oh, he's the antichrist. Okay, well, that didn't work. And then uh, the Pope's the antichrist. And then Clinton's the antichrist. And now Trump obviously is the antichrist, right? Like, Good Lord, guys. <laughs> if we read the scriptures themselves, it says the Antichrist is already present. Here's literally the Antichrist denying that the secret that's been revealed, that's been hidden for ages, is Christ is in every human being, even the Gentiles. So Antichrist means I'm denying, the Gnostics didn't believe, wait a minute, this earth is too bad, we're too broken, we're too guilty, there can't be anything that's fleshy, that's good. So they could not believe that God was in flesh, that he incarnated flesh. That's the spirit of the antichrist, right? Now, most, most of our gospel is literally antichrist, unfortunately. It's denying that Christ is in that person, even though they haven't said the magic words. They haven't done the magic incantation yet. So they need to go through a little witchcraft and then God will jump in them. That's what we're sharing today. Not, not me, but isn't that what, that's how I grew up. I don't want that God either. It's like, I don't want that guy. You mean God loves me despite me? Oh, I want that guy. That's a true love then. Amen? Does that make sense? So you don't have to worry about any of that. It's literally the destruction of the old religious systems, the wrong thinking. There were two trees in the Garden of Eden. There was two covenants. There's two songs. There's an old heaven and an earth, and there's a new heaven and earth. The destruction is all the old stuff, the old way of thinking, so that all you do is enter into new life. You guys got it? That's all I'll say. So you don't have to worry about anything, guys. There's not the market. The... In fact, I was sharing this the other night because now it's like if we get a vaccine, Bill Gates is going to slip in. He's going to slip in something in the syringe and then I'm going to get the mark of the beast in me. And I was sharing with these guys. I go, hey, anybody who's traveled enough, if he can put a little chip in here and all I have to go is, like, I get through every airport without checking me, tomorrow I'll put it in there. Because it has nothing to do with that, right? I'm totally, I'm like, you can put a chip in me. We put it in our animals. And there's nothing to do with that. So anyway, don't relax. It's just so foreign to me. I just don't even think that way. And all you guys are sending me this conspiracy stuff. Would you just stop? Think on these things. Things that are lovely. Things that are pure. Things, if there's any virtuous, think on those. You cannot get away from that. That's the gospel. So by the time we get to the end, they're started with two trees. Guess which tree is going to be eliminated? The tree where death came. So don't do this dualistic tree. So anyway, what did I write? So anyway, the whole death destruction is really just the destruction of the fleshy ideas, the, the religious system where you had to buy and sell. And I'll show you that in Mark 11. I shared some of this the other night. But So anyway, 
Romans 5 tells us, it goes, when, it, when it's dark, when it's at their worst, when humankind was at its worst, is what Romans 5 says, Jesus comes in with a trump card and he goes, where sin abounds, grace does what? Hyper abounds. And it says hyper. It says hyper. Because people go, are you one of those hyper grace guys? Way past hyper grace. I left hyper grace like way back there. It's all grace, 100% grace, greasy grace, uh, baking oil grease, whatever. I don't like biscuits and gravy gravy grace. Exactly right. (laughs) It's just the nastiest greasy grace you could ever get. Amen. And that'll make the religious people just pucker and gnash. But uh, that's the problem. That's the problem what we're having right now. They've shared this gospel and they think God's mad at me for my behavior. And when you tell people to stop changing their behavior with stop changing their heart, it does not work and it stirs up the flesh. Amen? So uh, I just believe there's an answer to every problem. There's, a, there's abundance for every appearance of lack. And that means financial. That means joy. That means uh, business. That means anything. So anyway, so Paul tells us that in Romans 5, right? Where he says, where grace abounds. And you cannot read. Uh, did, I, did I include Romans in there that next slide or no? I don't remember what I put in there today. No, I didn't? All right. So Romans 5. You, go read Romans 5. All you guys online, etc. Read Romans 5 in pretty much any translation. You have to deny what's in there to believe what you guys believe, most of you. Not you. It's, it's so clear in there. Like Paul's all's. Where here's, here's literally Paul's argument. Here's God's logic is what Paul says. Every man, we've got this big man, small God mentality. So Romans 5 says this. How many men were in Adam? All. And all men how died. That's what it says, right? And then it says, how much more, though? There's a bunch of much mores in there that Paul says. So here's Paul's logic. If one man could represent all humanity, we all accept that, don't we? Hey, everybody was in Adam and all died. Therefore, here's Paul's argument. Therefore, all were in Christ, and by one man, all soul experienced resurrection life. It's all everywhere, all the time, if you go read it. You have to not, you can read it in any translation, but you can't get away from it. It's so clear. It's unbelievable. Now, that's shocking news, isn't it? So here's what he says, and so he's going through all this thing, and then basically by the end, he goes, where sin abounded, where mankind were missing the mark completely, they didn't realize who they were in Christ, my grace hyperbounds, and it's, it's literally hyper. Hyper, hooper, um, it actually says hooper in there. That's why I say it. It says hooper when you read the Greek. It says hooper beyond, um, beyond expectations. Doesn't that sound like Ephesians 3, 19 and 20? I'll do exceedingly abundantly beyond what your expectation is. Amen? So I think, guys, you should wake up in the mornings and go, oh, man, I'm excited for a, grace, a day of hyper grace. I'm excited for ridiculous manifestations and miracles in my life. And the Christ life within me is going to bring it to pass. I would start every day like that. Amen? Amen. And just watch what happens. It'll be fun, right? Rich is trying to go, do you have the the ash mark on your head? (laughs) Please. So anyway, I don't know, does it get me through the airport faster? Put put it on there. That's how I am, honestly. (laughs) I don't care. So anyway, all right, next slide. Okay, Mark 11. So anytime we see this tree, whatever, I want you to get this. So... I want, I'm trying to teach you how to read scripture where you understand all the allegories and, and everything. Everything just changed. Did my mic just change? or Does it sound weird or it sound okay? I could, tell, I could tell it was louder. So, 
All right, Mark 11, 3, Mark 11, 13. You've all heard this. There was something shocking at the end of Mark 11, 23, 24. That I, I was, it's one of those moments where I'm like, oh, sweet. Check this thing out. So, all right. So here's Jesus. And seeing from afar a fig tree leaf, having fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he could find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. All right, so he's telling you to not eat from a certain tree. Which tree do you think he's telling you not to ever eat from again? The tree of the knowledge of good and evil, guys. Follow me? He goes, because it looks good. That's what he, didn't he tell the religious leaders at the time? He goes, you guys are whitewashed tombs. You look good on the outside, but inside there's death. Didn't he say that? So anytime you see the, the tree um, that's going to be dying, fading, going away, don't eat from it again, you see another one, um, uh, what are some other trees? Uh, oh, you see Zacchaeus, right? Did you guys learn that in Sunday school? Zacchaeus was a wee little man, a wee little man was he. He climbed up in a, a sycamore is a kind of a fig tree. So, and yeah, so he climbed up in a sycamore tree to, for the Lord he wanted to see, and then how's it go again? I forget. And he said, Jesus, you come down. I remember my Sunday school teacher. You come down. The kids would get all excited there. They'd start getting animated, right? Now, think about the words in this. So Zacchaeus was a wee little man. When the Israelites come out of Egypt, when Egypt, what did they think they were? Grasshoppers. Their gaze was down, the Diablos mines grubbing around on the ground, right? So, so Zacchaeus was a short man, so he tried to gain his height by doing what? Climbing a sycamore tree. And what does Jesus say? Get down from the tree. What's the next sentence? I'm coming to your tabernacle. I'm going to dwell with men. Get it? It's not a religious system to get there, Zacchaeus. You're not short. You're full stature. You're completing Christ, nothing lacking. In fact, you don't have to climb that fig tree anymore. I'm going to come and tabernacle in your house. Isn't that wild? So you see all these things. This is where scripture means stuff, right? You don't learn it in Bible school, but you learn it here, okay? So that's the tree, right? You didn't learn any of this stuff, did you? Like actually how to read the Bible? No, anytime Bible schools go, it clearly says, I just run, just like. It's literal. They're confused, right? So, in response, Jesus said, let man eat from it ever again, because it looks good on the outside. So, where else do we, where's, where else do we see fig trees? The garden. That's the first time we see it, right? So, there's two trees. Adam and Eve eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and then what do they try to cover themselves with? Fig leaves. Was God angry? Did he show up in the garden normal? God showed up normally, right? And they're going, Adam and Eve, where are you? We're over here because we're naked. They didn't realize they were clothed in his glory, so they tried to clever themselves with their own glory. It's religious systems. I must do these things in order for God to be pleasing with me, right? And then he says, did you eat from that tree I told you not to eat of? I said, yeah, yeah, you know, we were this and that. And his response was not, I'm angry with you. What was his response? Who told you that? The fallen mind's telling you that. I never told you that you were naked. I've always said you were clothed in me. In fact, you're one with me. You get it? So all the destruction, all the wars, even the nations, the wars against wars, the, all the ites and the old covenants, all that destruction of the legal systems, the wrong thinking in our minds, that old tree's going away. Got it? Good enough. All right. So 
So then they came to Jerusalem. They came to Shalom, right? The city of peace. Jesus went into the temple. Anytime you see temple, tabernacle, it's a picture of what? You and I. Exactly right. Because the revelation was, you're the tabernacle. And I dwell in hands. The temple's not made with human hands. Not like this thing. Got it? So, so they came to Jerusalem. Jesus went into the temple and began to drive out those who bought and sold in the temple and overturn the tables of the money changers and seats and the seats of those who sold doves. He would not allow them to carry wares through the temple. Then he taught, saying to them, is it not written, my house shall be called a house of what? Prayer for the evangelicals. Oh, wait, no. So, <laughs> my house shall be called a house of prayer for even the Muslim nations. Uh-oh. So, but you have made it a den of thieves. Now, let's, we got to unpack that a little bit. So, all right. So, he's saying, um, so he's going in. The religious leaders are in there selling doves and selling the things that they had to, they had to purchase to go sacrifice, right? So, and I shared this a little bit. So, when you, when you see, I did this in the, the Revelation teaching. So, when you see people going, um, unless you have the mark, you're not going to be buy and sell and all these different things, Right? So, of course you're not. Why? Because that legal system is going to be cleansed out of you. And you're going to, Isaiah 55 prophesies, he says, come, have the best wine, have the best milk, the top wheat for a price to buy and sell for free. Are you getting this? The whole system of I have to buy my sacrifices, sell my, earn my sacrifices, that's cleaning out the, the, the money changers because I'm going to show you that's not how it's going to work. I'm going to get all that old tree of the knowledge of good and evil out of you and you're going to come and receive anything you need as a son for free. The best wine, the best milk, the best wheat. Got it? The best, not cheap stuff. Follow me? The best. How many guys like the best? I love the best. I really do. My girlfriend tried to buy these like, sandals and I go, No. Because I like them. I don't like them. Every time I'm going to see them, I go, we didn't get the best. I just don't like that. I just, anybody else like that? I just like that. I go, and they're nice. They were nice. But every time I'm looking, I go, yeah, but they're not the best. I believe that. We can have the best. Follow me? Why not? Right? Who do you think he made the best for? Us. Us. We're the heirs. Aren't we the joint heirs? Right? So anyway. All right. He would not allow anybody to carry wares through them. He taught them saying, is it not written? Uh, my house, which is you and I, the tabernacle, shall be called a prayer. So we're going to receive everything for prayer, not through buying and selling, sacrifices, etc. But you have made it the den of thieves. Now, who did Jesus say were thieves? Everybody that came before him, all the religious systems, not the devil, guys. I know you guys are saying that, but not the devil. He says, he's talking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He says, everybody that's come before me are thieves. Now, if somebody steals from me, that means I first had to possess it, didn't I? Like if they steal my car, it, they didn't steal my car unless I owned the car. And this is tough, but you guys with me? So if the religious system stole something that we already possessed, what was it? Perfectly loved sons and daughters by birth. I've made, created everything and how many things were good? All. 
Where did the fallen mind come from? We started dabbling with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Tree of knowledge of good and evil is simply this. God will only bless me if I do good and, it'll, and I won't get the blessing if I do bad. That's not it. He goes, I bless, I love, I favor because that's who I am and I can't change. Amen? I pour out my blessing on the righteous and the unrighteous. Isn't that cool? That, that there's hope for you then. There's hope for me. That, it was the best news in the world to me. Like, you're, so you're saying, you're saying he'll bless me? Oh, praise God. I'm just telling you, it's like when you get it, it's like, hallelujah. Oh, it's the most freeing thing in the world once you get it. Once you finally get rid of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, amen? How many of you guys are experiencing that? Because if you eat from the tree, it start, your body starts to break down. All kinds of crazy stuff happens. You think, oh my God, my business this or that, that and start cursing the demons and um, whatever you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. Is, uh, I must not be doing it right. Am I doing it wrong? God, the devil's after me. No, he wasn't after you, but now that you're saved, he's really after you. What utter nonsense, guys. What utter nonsense. Like... That's just crazy talk. Think on these things, things that are lovely, things that are pure. Does that sound like lovely? Man, it was, that's what we always said. Once we got saved, we were like, it was so much easier being a heathen. Everything just worked. We didn't have to worry about, now that we're saved, the devil's after me. I'm like, what? He, well, if, if there was any time to be after me, it was back there, not here. Well, now you're a threat to him. <laughs> the average Christian's no threat, trust me. Like they're wearing their mask and everything out there. They're no threat. Trust me. Like we, we bowed down in like two months and there's no threat. Trust me. So, and I'm not saying that if you're scared of that, but come on. That's why I wear this group grump. I think it's in there. You should see the mask I wear. When I, if they ever want me to make a mask. Oh, it's like this grubby, gross little thing that I carry in my pocket just in case they make me do it. I go, oh yeah, this will protect me. And it's like far side cartoon. It's like this. I go, that'll work. And then they let me in. <laughs> oh, praise God. Anyway, all right, let's go to the next slide. And if you're scared, I, I just, it's not, it's a nothing to me. It's just like so ridiculous to me because there's a way to live. Amen? He's the God of the living. So, all right. So Mark 11, 20. Now this is where we start getting into the famous Hagen, Mark 11, 23, 24. I'm gonna show you something here. So think about this in context. So he goes, don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Never eat from that fig tree again. Clean out the temple. There's no price to pay. There's no price to pay. You're gonna receive everything. You're not a, this is not a buying and selling, meaning I had to earn enough money to get it. I had to pay enough for the sacrifice to get my, my, my blessing. You, you're not that. That's a den of thieves. You are a house of prayer, okay? So now, now let's, once we get it in context, this starts to get really good. Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots, and Peter remembers saying to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. It's a picture of, I'm cleaning the temple, guys. I'm cleaning the, all that wrong thinking's going away, right? So, 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. That's really a bad translation. How many of you guys know what it says there? Have the faith of God. Meaning, receive his faith for you. It's not you trying to have enough faith. Because then I have to pay a price again. I have to pray enough, fast enough, tongue enough, whatever enough. Now there's a price, isn't there? We were taught that all the time. There's a price to power. Wait, I thought I can eat the best wine and the best milk for free. Amen? There's no price. It's a revelation you already have it. You guys good with that? Okay, so 
So have the faith of God, for as surely I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, now, there's a lot going on, because I know sometimes they do mountains is a problem, but also think about where they just came from. Where did they just come from? Jerusalem. So they're out looking at it, right? So I've taught this a bunch of times. So the woman at the well, in those times when the scriptures were written, God meets mankind where? On a mountain, because that's where God is. He's up there, right? So the Samaritan woman at the well says, hey, we believe that we're supposed to worship on Mount Gerizim. The Jews believe you're supposed to worship on the mountain in Jerusalem. Who's the truth? So she's asking Jesus. What does Jesus say? I tell you the truth. You're not going to worship me on how many mountains? No mountains. You're going to worship me in, in spirit and truth. How many of you guys you can't, you can't see spirit? You can't actually in your spiritual mind, but what he's saying is it's not a physical mountain. So here's what he's saying. There's so much going on here. He goes, take that whole religious system, that Jewish system with the temple mount there, and throw it where? Into the sea. The sea is always where death happens. Follow me? That's where the death, the great serpent, everything, to the, to the, when they're writing the book at the time, all the, the devils and the serpents and the dragons, they came out of the sea, and that's where you go to die. So that's why you see at the end of Revelation, where's the sea? There's no more sea. There is no sea. Isn't that cool? I'm the God of the living. There's no dead. So anyway, so there's a lot going on there. It's not just a problem. Um, and everybody's like, you know what? It's mountain-moving faith and all this. And I'm like, yeah, I think you're missing it, to be honest with you. Um, I haven't seen you yell at the mountain and jumped out of the Colorado Springs. Pikes Peak didn't jump in the sea yet. You faith are you, right? Because I think they're missing the whole point, personally, but that's okay. You think you can put, go ahead. I'll, I'll get some popcorn. So we'll get some golden flame wings and have a party and watch it. Watch this. <laughs> so because they're reading it literally, not getting the, under, so here's what he's trying to say. If you, if you can completely get rid of that whole religious system, therefore, now he comes, now he comes to the conclusion of this, right? Therefore, oh, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things he this is a different way of doing things, God. You got to understand. It's not buying and selling. It's not the religious system. Where's this all happening right now? In the heart. So he says, do not doubt where? This is spiritual stuff going on right now, right? And does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things that he says will be done. Isn't that a different way of doing things right now? I'm getting rid of that old money changing, that whole temple system where you have to earn it. You have to be good enough. You're not good enough. Because so, understand that Deuteronomy 28 is, if you do all these things and follow every rule, then I'll bless you. But if you don't, all these curses come upon you. Follow me? And he's going, that whole system is going to be thrown into the sea. That whole system is going to die. If you just simply believe in your heart now and say with your mouth, you're going to have what you say. What a radical thought, isn't it? So, therefore I say to you, whatsoever things you ask, it's a hitio, it's, it's really, I want you to get this idea of ask. Ask not, please, 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 can I have it? It's really an internal voice. Um, and it's really, if you go look at this asking and receiving, it's this word lambano. You've probably heard me teach about that a little bit, but it's aggressively laying hold of what I already own. Okay? That doesn't sound like, please, Lord, do this, does it? It's like, thank you, Father, I have this, and I'm going to sleep. <laughs> does that help? 
All right, so, therefore I say to you, whatsoever things you when you ask and you pray, believe that you have received. I'm not going to go into that. It's ARS tense, meaning I already have it. In fact, he says, before you've even asked, you have it. So if we have it, all that's left is joy. Praise God, I have it. I don't care what you're seeing with your physical eyes, guys. Take your eyes off that. That's what I'm trying to say. People that understand the spiritual realm, going, I know this, I can mold fashion and take every challenge of my life out of here just by knowing that what I asked for here is already done. And just hold on to that. Just hold on to that. I don't care if it looks like it's blowing up. Thank you, Father, I have this. Okay? So, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask and pray, believe you have received them, you'll have them. So, I, basically I just summarized that, right? So, he's telling them this whole, most of us, even me, sometimes I catch myself in this buying and selling idea, the law of good and evil, Right? or eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So you think like, maybe I did this wrong. Maybe I didn't hear you right. And it's all from the religious teaching you got. Is if you didn't hear him right, if you didn't hear clearly, if you didn't do the right prayer, if you, uh, uh, I don't know, what are some other things, religious things that people do? Fast. Fa- oh, geez. I'm the worst pastor ever. <laughs> I tried it like twice. Because you know, I, was, I was being taught that stuff. Like, you know, you need to go away. And so I go, okay, so we... I'm at the hotel over here, and like six o'clock, my stomach starts going, boom, boom. God, it's taking forever. Maybe I'll try sleep. Oh, how long have I fasted? 6.02, jeez. Anybody know that feeling? How many times did I stay the night? Never. I would call her. I'm like, what planet am I on? Like, what am I doing? I've got a gorgeous wife at home in a bed eating whatever. And I'm over here trying to get religious to hear God fasting. I'm going home where it's fun, right? Just like, sweetie, order us some golden wings, right? What are the, what's the kind I like? Golden the golden flame. See, I'm just a creature. I don't eat any kind other than that. Golden flame. I know you're getting me trying to get me to do other kinds. I just don't do it. Is that true? I, I go to every ice cream place in the world with all the best ice cream. What do I get? It's got to have some vanilla in it. This is just vanilla. Amen. Huh? Yeah. It's the right. It all started with vanilla. Right? There's nothing like some vanilla bean ice cream. So anyway, um, get rid of that whole deal. You don't have to fast, pray, tongue. You don't have to know one word of scripture, by the way. Isn't that cool? So what do we have to do? Know who you are. I'm a son in the Father's house. All these things that I'm trying to work for, beg for, try, pray the right way for, earn it for, he's already freely given it to me. Now come lumbano it. Take what's already yours. How much can you take? As far as your eye can see. As much as you can see in here. Amen? Is that cool? All right, so next slide. We're almost done. You guys good? This is the part, and it may not affect you, but this one really affected me. So I'm going to go through the Greek here, because I was going through Mark 11, 23, 24, and any of you guys grew up word of faith like us, how many times we hear that verse? Eight million times, right? Like, I don't even want to hear it again. But it actually is true. It's just they added all those other things to it, where you need to earn your faith. No, faith is just something you receive. It's even faith. How many things can we do without him? Nothing, is what it says. So that's why it says, receive the faith of God. Faith is a natural thing. So if you're not there yet, we just need to continue. The only way you change your heart, guys, it's pretty simple. It's the pictures and the words you tell yourself. So believe you have received it. So if I've already received 
the greatest miracle I could ever expect and then he'll exceedingly do beyond that, how am I gonna feel? Oh, praise God. So if I can't feel that yet, I haven't convinced myself I already have it. So here's, I assure you, you already have it even though everything looks like it's going south. You have it. You have it. Now then you can get pretty excited when you understand the spiritual realm. Amen? So I'm going to read this. So I, the other day I just like, I wonder what it says in the Greek. Now this one rocked me. So, so here's in the linear. It says, because of this I say to you, all things whatsoever praying, also you ask, believe that you receive, and it will be to you. If you take it that last, it will be, it will be to you. It says estai, which is just, it's I may. Anybody know what I may is? I put it on there, but. I, I didn't have that on there. The cheat sheet when I first read it, I'm like, wait a minute. Believe I have received. And then if we want to literally translate it, it says, I am you. Holy, I like, that's what I did. I was like, holy, I just got the chills again, actually. Moses, God, they're going to ask who, 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 who sent you? What does he say? I am that I am. When you take a look at it literally, that, it shook me, honestly. I was like, I've never read it like that before. When you pray, believe you have received it. And if we look at that, this, you guys see which word I'm translating? The very last, the second to the last word there where it says 1510, estai. If you click on it, it says I may. We're all through, Brad Dirzak, when I were talking about this last time I was here, Brad, talk to me about ego, I'm, I may. And he goes, oh, ego, I may. Like it's all over in scripture and it's never capitalized. Where we always we say, I am, it's never capitalized. It's not capital I am. If we see capital I am, capital A, what do we think it is? God. It's never capitalized in Greek. It's not capitalized there, is it? So check this out, guys. Believe you had received it, and I'll exist and be that to you. Whatever you need and believe you've received, I am that to you. I about fell out of my chair, honestly. I was like, that gave me the willies. (laughs) Is that wild? Some of you guys don't... Like, to me, it was rocked my world, actually. I was like, whatever you believe, that's what I'll exist as to you. Yes. Now, if you want a fun look, maybe I'll do this at some service. I'll go through all the I mays. It'll, it'll, holy smokes. I may. All through scripture, if you go look at the New Testament, Jesus uses it all the time. Paul uses it all the time. Whatever you believe, I am. All through scripture. Isn't that wild? Maybe there is something to this quantum deal where whatever you focus on will become to you. Amen? Quantum physics is getting there. They're going, whoa, this is really weird. Even if it's a scientific experiment, if we expect a certain outcome, what do they get? They get it. They alter reality. Isn't that wild? Doesn't that sound... See, the people, like, they start to get tripped out. I go, but... Isn't all prayer supernatural? Like we're, if we, how most of us were taught about prayer, we're asking God to, to defy what we see with reality, aren't we? To change what we see with reality. And then he says, uh, 
yeah, but I've given that over to you. I've given all authority on the earth over to man. And what you do with it, now, we've made a mess of it a little bit, but that's where I get excited. I was actually really hopeful watching all this stuff because I'm going, when, whenever there's this big massive shift, there's a, a death of old thinking, etc., and then something new comes out of it, and it has to be us, guys. It has to be that you're all loved in Christ. It has to be. Because even the rioters, whatever, whatever's happening, if you gave them everything that they asked for, you know what they're still going to feel a void of? I'm still not happy. I'm not loved. I got all that stuff, and nothing changed here. Does that make sense to you guys? So I only want to get into the, the political and all that stuff, because I think everybody's missing it on both sides right now. Totally missing this thing. I'm like, it's us, guys. Is they don't know. Both sides don't know who they are. Yeah. They, they just really don't right now. I'm like, there's no, there's no lust if you know you can freely receive it. Believe you already have it, and I will be that to you. That was not a good God. That's an amazing God. That's, that, that's, a, that's a God of a lot of guts to give me authority of this. Jeez. <laughs> I might do some stuff, right? Fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't that sound fun, though? Think about how crazy that really is. Because I, I hear all the wrong stuff about Christianity. Well, God will no, won't give it to you unless you're ready. <laughs> he gave it to us. Blew that theory out of the water, isn't it? Are we ready? <laughs> no. At least I'm not. Like, I make a mess of it sometimes, don't you? But isn't it beautiful that even then he makes, where, where we make a mess of it, how much of his hyper grace abounds? Always, all the time. Amen? You guys got this? Whatever you believe, ask, believe you have it, and he will be that to you. That's crazy when you look at it. So anyway, last, maybe you didn't get excited about it. Oh, check out that though. Existence. All things are possible to him who believes. Isn't that what it says? So when you look at IMA, whatever you believe will exist without explicit limits. That sounds crazy, doesn't it? That sounds crazy. So we'll see you in the legend suites, boys and girls. Who owns this? I can't wait. It'd just be so fun to me. Like, wait, you own this? I know. <laughs> Exceedingly abundantly, right? He gave me the keys to the Ferrari when I was three. You know, just like, I believe this stuff. I really, I'm getting more and more, and I, I can tell you guys are believing it because I'm seeing the testimonies. Amen? So you guys good? All right, last slide, I think. Yeah, let's get to your feet. Okay. So really what I wanted to teach you about all this stuff was you don't have to worry about the stuff, okay? The mark of the beast, all that stuff. Let the religious people worry about that. You think on good things. You think on things that are lovely, things that are pure. He's cleaning the temple, guys, which is you. He's getting rid of all the old way of thinking. This thinking that I have to earn it, that somehow I have to earn my righteousness by my behavior or stop doing this or stop doing that. Nothing can be further from the truth. He's never kept record of wrong of you. He'll never start. All he does is he loves, favors, blesses, heals, holds, abundantly supplies every need, and he's never late. Amen? That's who he is to you. I will be, I may to you, whatever you need. Isn't that cool? In fact, uh, man, as I, she'll know when she hears this. Is, there was a friend, she was asking me, she's, she was struggling with some addictions. I go, here's, what, here's how crazy he is. Because I think, I, I think a lot of people, and if this, I don't know why I'm sharing this, just really felt loved to share this right now. So if you're dealing with any kind of addiction, whatever, how mad is God with you? Not at all. And so this person was like, you know what, I, I'm, I'm going to try to get off 
try to get off this week, and I, you know, I don't want to go through the detox and all the things that go along with drug. And, and I said, you got the wrong focus. I want you to understand. Whether you have the addiction, whether you don't have the addiction, he blesses you and favors you the exact same. It's an irrelevant thing to him. I know it's hard for people to get, but because if, if that was true, then we all, he can't bless any of us because how many of you guys are, got 100% your acts together? <laughs> Justin was going to raise his hand. <laughs> then stand, lightning's going to strike. I just have to step away. So, uh, Sodom, if. <laughs> so, I said, and it was coming to me even as I was talking. I'm like, oh my God, it's like bubbling up in me. And I was like, it has nothing to do with the addiction or not addiction. I said, here's, in fact, God is so good, he'll give you the money for the addiction. And this person, exactly, goes, you know what, it's true. He's giving me the money for it. I go, exactly. Now, is that a good God? And I said, now, it sounds crazy talk to most people. I said, but when you just, while you're struggling with your addiction, while you're struggling with whatever you guys are struggling with, He'll provide for you, do everything you need. Just go, man, I'm loved. Even though I'm doing this, I'm just loved. Great things are going to happen to me. He just supernaturally blesses me no matter what. And I said, one day you're going to wake up and go, I could do it, not do it. Praise God, I'm free. Don't focus on trying to be good. Don't, I'm telling you, focus on I'm completely loved, complete answer to prayer. This is who I am. Amen? Isn't that good? Yes. And I said, I promise you it'll work. Isn't that good news? So anyway, is this good? All right. So what did I write? Anything good there? It's all good. So here's all, here's all we need to do, guys. That old system of I have to earn it is gone. It was never even in place. It was our idea. You know, even through the old covenant, we see people get revelation of that where he says, David's a man after my own heart. Jew, Gentile, everybody could come to the tabernacle without a price to pay. All they had was praise. They had the sacrifice of the lips is what it says. They were just praising God. Going, God, you're so good to me. Hallelujah. I'm a joint heir of Jesus Christ. So that's who you are. Amen. There's no price to pay. It's free. Come eat the best wine, the best milk for free. Amen. So I don't care what's going on. It really is this. It's a uh, you know, before you go to sleep tonight, you've seen me do this. Is it's just, it's just getting your, your heart to plant there. So if a negative thought comes, just plant it one more time. If a negative thought comes, just plant it one more time. No, I already have this. It's not about me earning it. It's not about me deserving it. It's not if I still struggle with this or don't struggle with that. It's not whether I'm a good Christian, not a bad Christian. Love is pure. And he blesses no matter what. Amen? And when you start to get that, just go, it's going to be a miraculous deal. His, his overreaching abundance for every need is real today. Amen? It's free. So you just, whatever crazy blessing you want, realize I already have it. And he will, I may you. Yeah. He will be that to you tonight. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So Father, we just thank you. We love you. We praise you. Just let people see their true inheritance. All the other things, that old system, the I have to earn it, buy it, sell it, mark of the beast, all that is dead. It's dead. It's no more. The house is clean. I'm a house of prayer. Whatever I ask for for prayer, I already receive it, and he will become that to me in my life so that I can be a ridiculously overjoyed, thankful bride of Christ. In Jesus' magnificent name, amen, amen, amen. Amen? You guys need prayer coming up, but uh, God bless you guys. Oh, yeah. So if you want to give, give.
in the back. And so I would just tell you this about giving. You guys have heard me talk about this. It's, it's a beautiful thing in the New Testament. It's really unlimited. It's without explicit limits. What do you want? Just see it returning back to you with two zeros, three zeros. What do you want, right? Because if it's all one body, God so loved the world, he gave. So he makes every atom in the universe respond. He makes all grace respond back to who? You. Amen. God bless you guys.